With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everyone, it's your buddy Adam from GolfAndFilter.com. Before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know a little bit about what I've got in my golf bag for 2018 from Cleveland Strixon Golf. Look, I have the opportunity to test a lot of different pieces of equipment. I've spoken to a lot of different brands. That is going to continue. But for my game, to help me get on my journey to better, I'm going to be playing Cleveland Strixon Golf Equipment. No other brand that I've come across has performed as consistently at a high level throughout the bag from driver all the way down to short game as Cleveland's Rickson. You're going to be hearing a lot from me about this brand. I want to let you know that I'm choosing to play this brand. It is purely out of how these this equipment has performed for me personally, and I highly recommend that you go out and try it as well. So that's all for now. Sit back, relax. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, episode 147. I am your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. Follow me on Twitter at GolfUnfiltered and send me an email, GolfUnfiltered at gmail.com. Folks, today I am happy to bring on Mr. Nick Clemens, founder of a fantastic golf event company called ProVision Events. If you don't recognize the name, I can guarantee you that if you've ever attended a PGA Tour or a European Tour event, especially the Ryder Cup, President's Cup, any of those big-time events, uh, the British Open or the Open Championship, you know who ProVision Events is. If you've ever gone to one of these events and hit golf balls at a at a tent where they've got this net set up and there's all the sponsorships everywhere and chances are you might be able to grab a cup of coffee or you have a wristband where you have the opportunity to win a raffle or anything of that nature, chances are ProVision Events was the was the company that set that up. And so today we talk to the founder of that, Mr. Nick Clemens. Really good uh, interview that we have today. Nick was talking to me from overseas in the UK, so I appreciate Nick staying up late to get the interview done. Uh, We also had to overcome a few internet issues on my end. Those of you in the Midwest know that we are getting hammered uh, by snow and by winter winds, and unfortunately that doesn't always play well with my internet. And so we were happy, we were able to do it, I'm happy that we were able to do it. Before we get into the interview, again, just a quick reminder to please visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash golfunfiltered, and hopefully you choose to support the show at a particular reward tier. Uh, Also wanted to just shout out to anyone over at THP, thehackersparadise.com, who may be listening to this show on the THP mobile app. And last but not least, if you like our show, consider going out to iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. And uh, we take that feedback very seriously. So I think that's all the, uh, the boxes I needed to check prior to talking to Nick. Appreciate everyone's support. Sit back, relax, and here's our conversation with Mr. Nick Clemens from ProVision Events. Welcome back, folks. And as I mentioned in the introduction, I am happy to welcome Mr. Nick Clemens, 
from Provision Events onto the show today. Nick, how are you today? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Oh, well. Perfect. And you are speaking with me from overseas. You are over in the UK, isn't that right? Yeah, I am. I uh, We're sort of an hour and a half from London. We live on the south coast on a small island called the Isle of Wight. Wonderful. And so one of the things that we wanted to talk about today, Nick, before we get too ahead of ourselves, is a little bit about your journey in the game of golf and how things got started with ProVision events. So why don't you let our listeners who might not know the name of Nick Clemens know a little bit about yourself, how you got involved in the game, and what ProVision events is all about. No problem. Yeah, I started uh, playing golf at the age of 12, a golf club called Shankton and Sandown Golf Club. Um, and then we played in the uh, junior ranks. And then uh, as we got older, the handicap uh, improved. Um, and then by the time I was 18, um, uh, myself and a group of our friends, we all sort of turned professional and joined the, uh, the PGA, the Professional Golf Association of the UK. And we did our three-year course as an assistant golf professional uh, and then in our learning the trade of being a golf professional, and that's learning the retail, the uh, coaching side of golf, a uh, little bit of playing, um, and just social skills more than anything with the membership. Um, after um, I was working on the Isle of Wight, and at the age of 21, I then uh, secured a job coaching uh, golf in Guernsey, another island, the uh, Channel Islands, uh, off the coast of France. Hmm. Um, and I had two eight-month stints there and uh, teaching full-time. And at, at that point, um, the passion for coaching the game of golf was growing and I was learning more about the psychology of it, the uh, biomechanics of it, and uh, the fundamentals of the game and applying that to all levels of ages and golfers, um, abilities of golfer. And actually, in between uh, those two seasons, I managed to go to uh, Kauai, uh, one of the Hawaiian islands, for four months. Um, got a passion for surfing, living on an island and uh, windsurfing. So we went out there for one winter. We came back, did another eight months in Guernsey. And then we came back, and then I uh, came back to uh, UK. And I then went out to uh, Australia uh, for a, a winter to play golf and to teach golf. And uh, ended up staying there for one year. And then I came back um, and then worked for um, a European tour coach, a guy called Scott Cranfield, mm-hmm. who um, he sort of took the mental game aspect of the game of golf uh, to another level when I thoroughly enjoyed learning that side of it and applying that to uh, coaching. Um, and then after spending a couple of years, I then set my own um, golf academy up in uh, the Isle of Wight. And after two years, I set another golf academy up in Portsmouth, and then after that, I was, uh, after sort of eight years of coaching the game of golf, um, suddenly the passion was slowly ebbing away, and um, I found, found myself drawn into the corporate world of golf. Hmm. And um, at that point, we sort of uh, set up a company called ProVision Events with a, a fellow golf professional, a guy called Conrad Brohoski. Um, and that was in the year 2004. We set up ProVision Golf at the time, and we found an inflatable golf net that we thought we could uh, produce and sell to um, people's back gardens or people, you know, using golf, practicing golf, and 
inflatable nets on uh, cruise liners or hotels, etc. Um, and then we spent several months picking up the phone, sending many an email to various uh, corporations, hoteliers, etc. And there wasn't the demand uh, for the inflatable golf net, primarily because um, of the cost. But um, we then sort of struck a, a chord of um, knocking on the door of HSBC, the world's local bank, as they call themselves, and Nike Golf, and uh, the English Golf Union, and the Welsh Golf Union. And we had 13 of these inflatable golf nets, and we created a UK golf roadshow hmm. with the aim of taking golf to places where you'd never assume golf to be, to be seen to be developing the game of golf. And so we went to family shows and uh, county shows in the UK where you would amass sort of 100,000 people going to a three-day event. And there'd be things like fun fairs and craft fairs, etc. And so we had 13 of the inflatable golf nets. We had 13 uh, UK golf professionals giving free 10-minute golf lessons. And it was sponsored by HSBC, Nike Golf, etc., etc., and because it was sponsored by HSBC at the time, they were sponsoring the HSBC World Match Play Tournament at Wentworth right. in October. And so the final stop of the UK Golf Roadshow was at Wentworth and within the Spectator Village. And um, so we were teaching uh, the fans that went to the tournament. And at that point, we met other promoters of other tournaments and other sponsors of other tournaments, and uh, they were quite keen to have a similar experience at their events. At that point, the penny dropped in as much as we knew that um, uh, other tournaments wanted to offer more than just the 18 holes of golf for the fans. And um, so the experience of, of a fan going to a golf event was, like I said, was more than just watching the world's best players. It was to have something nice to eat, to have an interactive activity as well. So I literally phoned and uh, emailed um, pretty much every golf tournament in the world um, and have done since the past sort of 10 years. And as a result, since 2004, we've provided golf activities at over a 1,000 events worldwide. Wow. Um and we've got storage and uh, office space uh, pretty much covered in, across the globe. So uh, we've got uh, in America, in the UAE, in China, and in London. So it allows us to activate in all four corners of the world, whether the event's in Australia or Canada or uh, South America or uh, the UK, Europe, beyond. We can uh, provide the same service and hire local staff and local golf professionals to help provide these activations. That's incredible. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. it sounds, sounds um, quite good when you say it, but it's a lot of hard work. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but we've enjoyed the ride, and, um, and as a company, yeah, we, it really is. The snowball is certainly growing, and, and the spider web of you know, people that we meet and contacts and promoters and, and you know, from a, a fan activation um like I said, these, these golf events and uh, are, are looking to offer more than just the tournament. They're competing against the football, the rugby, the tennis, um, any sporting occasion. And you don't have to be a, a golf enthusiast to go to a golf tournament. It's just going there to enjoy the day out and to be part of a of a of a, 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 an event. And so, as a result, the people we work for, are sports agencies and uh, 
um, brands like Amiga or Oakley or um, some of the banks in the financial world, and they sponsor other sports like tennis and football and rugby. And as a result, we've built up a, a strong portfolio of fan activations at, at those sports as well. That's incredible. And for listeners, if if you're wondering if you've ever had the chance to to see pro, uh, provision events or a golf net or or an event at one of these uh, tournaments, uh, Nick, you've been at the Olympics, the Ryder Cup, the Presidents Cup, the Open Golf Champion. I mean, you you've been all over the place. So chances are, if you've attended one of those tournaments, you've probably seen a product from provision events. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've now done uh, three Ryder Cups, uh, four Presidents Cups, um, and you know, and and it's China and uh, yeah, and the Olympics, um, and uh, we've got an awful lot bubbling away at the moment as well for the European Championships. And, mm-hmm. um, but the uh, yeah, I'd say that we've pretty much done eighty-five percent of PGA Tour events, uh, quite a few Champions Tour events, LPGA events. Um, European tour, the Asian tour, Australasian tour, South African tour, um, uh, uh, PJ tour of uh, Canada. Um, yeah, we've done. Yeah, there's an awful lot, and it's uh, it's funny to know that you know it, our headquarters is based on a little island off the south coast of England, and um, you certainly wouldn't put a, a pin in the map and choose that location to set up an events company. But it's <laughs> our home, and it's uh, we work. That's where we work from, and it's uh, it makes you more entrepreneurial to make things happen and um, but it just proves also you don't need to be based in the city centre of London and uh, you know we'd rather spend our money on uh, staff and uh, infrastructure rather than fancy offices so um, that's, that's the aim but yeah it's, uh, it's, it's, been, it's been good fun it's been busy um, and there's still there's so much so much more for us to get our teeth into and it's interesting that you know all the people that we work for um it's, you know, they want next year, well, how can we improve this and how can we reinvent the wheel? And uh, so for the Ryder Cup, we did a very cool experience um, where you had to join. Uh, the option was as a fan, you joined Team Europe or Team USA. Mm-hmm. And you then got then you got ushered into the locker room. We recreated two locker rooms, and a USA locker room and a, a Europe locker room. And within that space, you had a TV and a video message from Curtis Strange and Sam Torrance, and they set the scene. And uh, you, the scene was, it's 12 points each, it's Sunday afternoon, you're playing the 18th of Glen Eagles, it's all square, go win the Ryder Cup. And then you went, you were ushered then through to the first simulator where we had uh, the software recreated. And so we recreated the 18th tee shot of Glen Eagles. And from there, you got announced on the tee and representing Team Europe, Nick Clemens. Really, you had the surround crowd noise. Ole, ole, ole. That's awesome. And and then when you struck the shot, and wherever the shot went, you either scored three, two, or one point. And then you then walked down the corridor to the pitch shot. And then again, depending on where the ball traveled from the flag, you scored three, two, or one. And then you had a putt for the cup. And then you scanned your wristband in and it said, Nick Clemens, you scored two points for Team Europe. And it went on to the larger leaderboard. Hmm. And then you had a photo mechanic that went to your social media platform um, whilst holding a makeshift Ryder Cup. So that was cool. Um, yeah, yeah that's, that sounds like an amazing experience. Now, you know, it's funny because you, you put together uh, an experience that you simply won't expect 
to see at a golf tournament. And I've been to my fair share of professional events. I've had the opportunity to attend a Ryder Cup when it was in um, at Medina recently. And there's uh, certainly, maybe with the exception of the Ryder Cup or a major event, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff going on at these golf tournaments, but there's also a lot of downtime when you're walking from one hole to the next to try to find the best vantage point. If you're following a specific player, you know, you have to wait for him to come through that particular tee box. And so there's a lot of time to kill. And it, yeah, you're right. I feel that's, you know, was that kind of the concept behind provision events to, to kind of make yeah. the attending of a tournament that much more robust? More robust, more interactive, and you're right. Actually, we've just got a, a good breeze through uh, for the first tee of the Ryder Cup. You know, because these guys they sit on the first tee of the Ryder Cup, and primarily they're only going to be watching uh, four matches in the morning and four matches matches in the afternoon. They're sat there for six hours. So, you know, how can we make their experience more interactive? How do we make the crowd more interactive? So. It's not necessarily now, you know, where our business has progressed is not just swinging a golf club in an inflatable golf net or a simulator. It's the experiences are becoming larger. Um, what we did at Glen Eagles also was to encourage people to walk around the golf course rather than sit on the first tee. Was we had uh, a station at every three holes where the wristband again, mm-hmm. and with that wristband you could uh, so walk to the third hole, the sixth hole, the ninth hole, twelfth, etc. And each station, you'd swipe your wrist on the, uh, the the marker, and it would say you've burnt 322 calories, um, oh. and, and it'd show you how far you've walked. So it encourages, you know, the family members. So you, it's almost like you're doing a 5k run or walk even um, around the golf course. So again, you, you're, you're ticking that box. We did a cool experience actually for UPS. They wanted to show the green side of their business. Um, and what we did for them, we did a solar panel powered golf simulator. So at several events in the European tour, we had a golf sim, and then on top we had the solar panel panels and uh, with a big battery pack. That uh, again we had, and it just basically showed UPS being the fifth largest uh, airline in the world that they're actually conscious of their, their footprint. Um, we did a cool act, yeah. So and yeah, we did a cool activation for Amiga just recently for the uh, PGA Championships in America, and as well as at Cranfer in Switzerland, where we uh, recreated a watch box. So Sergio Garcia and Rory McIlroy did a chipping competition, and it, was, it went viral where they were chipping a ball into an Amiga watch box. And we re- what we did then we, we we played on the Amiga watch box and we made it. Um, you know, like a massive watch box that you walked into it, mm-hmm. and then you played the shot within that. Within that, so from the outside, it looked like an enormous watch box, and that went really well. Um, like I said, we're just trying to find uh, new and uh, new and cool ways. But I tell you, you can't you can't get away from the swinging of a golf club as well, though, because you know you do get the golf audience there. The target audience are, are the, the audience are golfers primarily but you do get the mum the grandmother and the daughter or the son or the granddad being dragged along by the avid golfer <laughs> so it's it's catering for and so the, the activities um sometimes the golf simulators that we provide can be extremely intimidating you're sort of put on a bit of a pedestal and you've got a queue of people watching you having a go so you know you, you only find confident golfers in that environment or so sometimes the putting activities are a lot less intimidating. So 
um, you know, you don't really need to know what end of the golf club to use to have a go at putting. Whereas with the driver in a golf simulator and long driving competition, it's a little bit more uh, uh, intense for that, that user. So it's finding the right balance of activities to appeal to all ages and all abilities and even and absolutely new golfers as well. Now, so. it's, it's obvious you've had a lot of success over at Provision Events, but I know with any business, you have to start somewhere and there's undoubtedly some obstacles you have to overcome along the way early on what was your biggest challenge getting started um and it still is and you know some someone once said to me the two taps are on and the plug is out you win some and you lose some and with the, with the events game you know um people want what we do and it's, it's then down to a budget or um or space and so it's if me and yourself was running a golf tournament, you know, we it, what we do as a company, ProVision Events, we're a nice thing to have at a golf event, but we're not a necessity. So, if, like I was saying, if you and I ran a golf tournament, you know, we'd have the grandstand, we'd have the toilets, we'd have the food and beverage, we'd have the, uh, the staging, the uh, board around the first tee, you know, and then it comes down to is there, you know, and that runs a tournament. Now, is there a line item for a fan zone in there? And generally there isn't because that normally just comes right off the bottom line. So everybody wants a fan zone uh, at an event. The downside is we've got to try and manipulate their budget to find a way of uh, activating it. And it's a good old thing that people want it and they need to offer it because they need to, they're up against NASCAR, they're up against the basketball and the baseball and the football and the soccer and the rugby um, so they're, they're competing with those events so that, that people are, are you know, and as a company, we're getting busier and busier because um, these events having to. So the answer to your question, the, the biggest obstacle is, is trying to find budget to have us. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so that's what we're still uh, always, you know, battling away. And, and that's why some of the activations are small activations and some are large activations. Some events put more budget to one side than others. And, um, and so that yeah, that's where we're at really. That's the obstacle, and and the other obstacle is, is logistics. You know, shifting all what we do around the world uh-huh. um, competitively as well. You know, but again, we've got good partners now. Like I said, we've been doing it since 2004, so uh, we've got a, a good handle on on costs and uh, and suppliers and uh, so yeah. Well, it's obvious that you guys are overcoming those obstacles frequently, and I know that it's always, you know, finding that next event to go to. But for those events that do agree to bring you on, what have what would you say are the benefits to having your product out there aside from just the fan engagement and and dragging the the grandmother and grandfather into uh, into the Omega Watch Box? What are some of the other events or other benefits, I should say, that the event will will experience by bringing on Provision Events? Um, I think it's uh, brand exposure. So they might um, be trying to attract a sponsor to their event. And um, it's funny, and you'll know this by going to golf events, and you'll see that within the spectator village, there's many attempts where people spend uh, a lot of money to have that space at this event, but then they don't spend any money to activate it. And you'll have two people standing at the front handing five-inch flyers out, you know, tr- uh, try and buy a speedboat or a villa or wherever it is. Right. So they spend, these companies, they spend a lot of money going to the such-and-such such PJ Tour event. But 
when they're there, they, they don't really spend the money whilst they're there. They need to spend the money whilst they're there. So, um, what, 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 what? Again, so from a promoter's perspective or an owner of a, of a golf event, you know, by hiring ProVision events, it, they can actually dangle the carrot in front of the sponsor that they've been trying to get over the line. So uh, they can say, listen to an Amiga or to a Seco, a Sony or a Philips or um, any brand. That come and be a partner of the tournament and we can give you an activation and I can promise them from my perspective that the biggest queue at the event apart from the burger van will certainly be our other fan zone um, people you can see when the gates open at 7am people will run in and they're clock us and then people uh, will then come back at 11 o'clock after they've watched six holes or three holes they come back for a cup of coffee they have a free lesson they go in a simulator have a putt long putt bunker challenge chipping challenge um and so what it gives a promoter it gives them an opportunity to um get a sponsor into their tournament and they can give the sponsor that activation area um as part of the package so we're That's one benefit that sounds amazing and i know that we're recording this just before the PGA show in Orlando, it's which is in a couple of weeks, and obviously you guys are going to be down there at the PGA show. What are some of the new ideas that you can share right now uh, that fans of this game, fans of going to golf tournaments, should keep their eyes peeled for? Yeah, definitely. There's one brand I can't say what we're doing um, purely because um, what new technology, etc., that they're going to launch. But one brand we can talk about is uh, Oakley and. Uh, we, we, we just do it. Last year, we did a fantastic uh, golf simulator for them, and it was great. And it's such a cool brand to be associated with as well. And uh, Bubba Watson came down, um, and uh, people were able to have a clinic with him, have some tips. But this year, what we're doing with Oakley is again, it's, sur- it's around the Bubba situation, and uh, it's to do with a uh, fun trick shot that he played. Um, and uh, we're recreating that trick shot, basically, so uh, people can have a go at what Bubba did and achieved. So that should be fun. Um, so if you do go to the PJ show, come down, search for the uh, Oakley stand, and uh, you can have a, a, a pitch, pitch yourself against Bubba. Nice. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So again, it, it, when I went there, you know, we we've been we go to the show uh, regularly. But uh, again, when I walked around last year, again, it's you know with these brands they need to do more. They need to activate more. They uh, they need to get um, get people you know stopping at their stand rather than just uh, you know show the clubs and show the clothing or what have you. They just need to get a hook for some people to get onto that stand, and it could be anything and everything and. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's uh, what exciting times for us. There's a few uh, few of my media friends that I would pay good money to watch try to recreate that trick shot. So maybe Nick, uh, after we're done yeah. here, we'll we'll work something out because I would pay top dollar for those videos. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking to Nick Clemens from Provision Events. You could follow Provision Events on Twitter at we are PVE. Nick, I appreciate you uh, staying up late over uh, in the UK to talk to me this uh, this afternoon. No problem at all. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I really appreciate your time, and uh, thanks very much for the interview.